guys and bad guys, cowboys and Indians, sinners and saints, masters and minions. Fence Post Politics, the only place for unfiltered, nonsensical, probably fake news that you never asked for. Brought to you by the Burning Daylight Podcast and your host, myself, Matt McKinley, Aaron Ellis, Tim Martin, and Rob Jost. Now let's have a little bit of fun, talk a little politics, and uh, tell a dirty joke or two. Well, welcome back, Daylight Burners. Uh, howdy, Bob. Um, Aaron and Tim and, and Rob all caught a, a case of the gays again this week. And, um, I mean, as shit goes around Denver like you wouldn't believe. The, the, the gay just spreads. Like, I, I don't know what it is about, about those Denver dudes, but they uh, just a recurring case of the gays with them. Sexually transmitted, probably. Uh, it uh, got to be airborne <laughs> and sexually, sexually airborne. <laughs> be a, be a great name for like an R and B band, sexually airborne. <laughs> may, may, I might have to rename this episode. I was gonna, I was gonna call it "Go Forth and Testify," but maybe I'll, I'll just have to call it "Sexually Airborne." <laughs> <laughs> Um, feedlot Bob's, uh, filling in for, for those other gay lords. And, uh, and we're, we got a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird, uh, news cycle here lately. It's been for a month or better. It's been nonstop Israel, Gaza, Israel, Gaza. And then it's like the rest of the world caught up and they're like, Oh, Hey, other shit is going on now too. And, uh, it's um it's kind of weird with all this uh particularly with the Israel stuff is the both parties both major parties are kind of split right down the middle like the you have the the old school establishment types on both sides that are just all in for for Israel all in for Ukraine more more defense spending and then on the democrat side you have like the the super progressive left wingers uh AOC and Rashida Tlaib who are kind of anti-Israel or um they're they're you have to like pair their p- thinking down to like oppressor versus the oppressed like that's the only way the world works for them and so Israel's the bigger more powerful state and Gaza's the brown people that are oppressed and so therefore you're they're automatically on on the gaza side and um which i mean that's not a that's not that that's a wrong position but it's just like that's their gut reaction is israel bad because they're the oppressor and uh and so you have that wing and then on the republican side you have kind of the the maga wing that are uh like they're kind of anti-ukraine but they're still pretty pretty pro-israel and uh they are 
all in on fighting China. Um, I don't know if they're they're really all in on like a hot war with China, but they are, boy, they are all in at like just poking the fuck out of them and trying to get them to react, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um. So you you were in the Marines, and I guess the Marines haven't been like traditional Marines in in quite some time, probably since World War Two, really, huh? Um, How do you mean? Like as as far as like a marine raider, like where you're uh oh, like yeah. you go on a on a ship and then you 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 know you assault a beach and um but we haven't had any beaches to assault in, in quite some time. It's all been sand. Yeah. So, <laughs> um but like did you ever have to get on one of them them big ships and, and go across there or were you all uh or, or did you did you even deploy uh, uh over or you were all no. stateside? No, dude, I was in North Carolina the whole time. <laughs> and that the that's the crazy thing once you get into like big army or big military, just like um everybody goes through the same boot camp, but then it's just like uh one guy might be a clerk, you were a mechanic yeah. and, oh, and, then the, ways. and then there's the door kickers and yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's oh wild. Um, so you never had to get on, on one of those, those big ships or anything, but no, now the ships, like they, when they go out, like they'll do like training exercises and stuff like that, but they just kind of like float around. They call them booze cruises. Mm. They just like float around and see the world, like the stuff the recruiter promised you, but R- rape, no the, rape the Navy it. sailors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh. I was listening. I think I was listening to Drinking Bros. Is what I heard it on. But they they were talking about when those those aircraft carriers dock it at some port, and and all the all the seamen get to go ashore. They just like drink that entire country out of booze <laughs> while they while they're ashore. Like they eat them out of yeah. booze and and drink them completely out of booze. And it's usually like some little Middle Eastern country. Just yeah. Like, they don't have any bacon anyways. And then, then you have like 3000 us seamen that, that, that just storm ashore and, and it's essentially legalized rape and pillaging, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it, it's crazy. Like, uh, I've, you know, as, as any good, uh, guy in a, you know, you know, American man in his thirties, you, 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 uh, pay attention to a lot of like world war two shit because, uh, I mean, why wouldn't you? This stuff's fascinating. But uh mm-hmm. well, and then even like talking to Boots when he when he was uh talking about docking in Tokyo Harbor and uh <laughs> and having to climb down the side of those ships on the on the fucking cargo ladder or the, mm-hmm. the net ladder. That that's crazy when when you uh when you move just like huge masses of men to, to a war zone. It's uh uh Oh, it's a cluster process. Yeah. Um, we, if we ever do get into some like huge, massive scale war like that, we've got to have the, the cartel on our side because we need them running logistics like that. Yeah, no doubt. Logistics wins wars. You know, big guns are nice, but if they don't have any bullets, it don't mean dick. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. <laughs> so, yeah, like the, if there's a shortage of something, um, let the cartel go find it. They'll, they'll, uh, they're, they're, they're good at logistics. So that they're some efficient. Might say, 
some might say the best. Um, <laughs> but anyway, hopefully nothing nothing spirals out of control like that. I, I was really worried about the Ukraine stuff, which it's still it seems like that's starting to simmer down a little bit, but Well it's um, taking a back seat for sure to Israel. Yeah. Well, and also when you're I guess the average age of the Ukrainian military man right now is like 43 years old. Um, so they're, uh, they're young generations essentially gone. Um, yeah. either, either left the country or died. <laughs> so yeah, I'm thinking their, their will to fights kind of getting sapped pretty, pretty quickly. And <laughs> I don't know. And we're, yeah, it's, it's not looking good for them, uh, as far as, funding goes either because uh yeah we 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 showed them uh real quick that uh they don't mean dick when it comes to israel you know they they yeah. you ain't on that level little man um <laughs> that's uh yeah it's 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 crazy but uh and then they, you know they got this kind of pseudo ceasefire there in israel now so like maybe maybe shit's uh settling down but like we had the Houthis, I guess, um, firing missiles at us, and now they they intercepted a, an Iranian drone or something. I I don't know, but I would not want to be one of those guys that's just on a, some bullshit deployment to Iraq right now. They're just like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, I bet there ain't many people going outside the wire. Uh, yeah, right now, like it's uh, a little little dicey over there. Just when you thought it was over. No shit. And uh I, I saw a really great meme the other day and it was it was uh it's that I don't even know what show it is, but it's a really weird looking dude. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And it was like uh when you thought you were about to fulfill your man uh your God given right as a as a you know, as a US military man and go die in a war in Europe. And then they send you back to the sandbox, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess from a, a pure strategy standpoint, uh, looking at our military at the moment, if uh, we're going to fight somewhere, yeah, I guess Middle East would be where I'd want to fight. That's the where what we are most equipped to do at the moment. And uh, that at least at least you're not going up against a fucking nation state. Right, you know, like if you're if you're going and I'm well, I guess maybe Iran that that probably would be a that'd be a nasty one too. Um, not that the Iranian military's you know fierce and and powerful, but fucking Iran's like all mountains. Yeah, well, I and mean, it's like four dude, it times the size worked. of Iraq. Yeah, <laughs> it just hasn't worked so far. So right. Just like um, Let's maybe try something else. Just throw throw a few more, <laughs> throw throw a few more American skulls at the pro yeah, the problem. See if it works. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it seems like maybe it's it's simmering back down. Uh, like people, maybe people were finally realizing, oh, we're we're like really fucking close to to doing this thing. With maybe a Z's off. Um, yeah, like it it got so like it, it was getting bad enough to that. Like the the military commercials, like the recruitment commercials, are are all badass again, and they're not they're not yeah about, they're not uh, woke <laughs> yeah they're not talking about some some uh, fat non binary lesbian 
uh, you know, working for the for the Navy or whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not. They're they're back to like the '90s style recruitment videos where you actually want to go Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The uh, the Marines always had the best propaganda. Like they're oh uh, yeah, they, they still do. Yeah, the dress blues, man. No, nobody beats the the Marine dress blues like that. That's when they get you. Yeah, that's what it, they get a fucking sword, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy shit. Well, um I didn't pull up the article, but apparently like Ireland's gone full full authoritarian now. I saw that. That's uh I'm kind of disappointed in Ireland. I thought they were kind of ungovernable. Yeah. Well, um well, I guess they're kind of starting to become uh, like I, I'm I don't want to see anybody die. I'll, like quick preface to that, you know, quick disclaimer. But I, I do kind of want to see a resurgence of the IRA. You know, like I love me a good uh, revolutionary movement. Yeah. It's uh, especially if, from the creature comfort of my my recording studio here in the good right. old US of A. I, I do. I do love me a good revolutionary movement yeah. <laughs> that I'm that I'm not part of. <laughs> but uh i got i've I've done a little bit of reading on the on the irish uh you know irish independence movement and uh yeah I, when when those fuckers decide to decide to rebel they like they get real violent real quick so um they what was the story on these these latest riots it was like um it was a bunch of uh Muslim immigrants, they've had been having a like an increase in in crime, and then was a bunch of kids got stabbed or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, crazy. And well, of course they're stabbed because they don't allow guns over there, right? Um, because getting stabbed to death is so much better than you know being shot to death. I, more I suppose. Humane. Yeah, more definitely more humane. Um, <laughs> so then. Like, was there nothing done about that stabbing? Is was that the cause of the riots, or was that? You know, I really don't know. I didn't. I, was, I was listening to something about this uh, a day or two ago. I've I've seen a couple podcasts um, have have it on their topics, but I haven't listened to any really much of it um, as far as the lead up to it. But I know, like, they're either they have passed or they're very, very close to passing a law that pretty much criminalizes any speech that they deem to be, you know, against the state or, or, uh, anti-immigrant. Right. Um, making, making it like a felony, I think, or, or like, um, if you, if you, <clears throat> you know, if you speak out anti-immigrant at all, it, it, then it's just automatically considered a hate crime. And, um, that's the wokest shit I've ever heard and is coming from like the least politically correct race of people ever. Yeah, uh, I, I knew mean, I knew something was really going awry over there when I saw the uh the Babylon Bee headline about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Fucking Babylon Bee. They uh they just keep cranking them out. They're they're That's a that is a solid just a really solid satire site you know like the onion was really good for a long time and they kind of fell off and like babylon b's king of the mountain right now they 
I don't know how long they've been around, but they're they've got to absolutely just be like, man, business has never been better for us. <laughs> I know like, every I year. Feel, <laughs> I feel like a hipster talking because like I I was a fan of the B back before right. they were huge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, they're they're super Christian too. So like, I, and I I grew up uh, pretty much grew up in church. So like. There's a lot of like inside church jokes that really like they hit pretty hard if you're if you're in that if you grew up in that in that vein of Christianity like you're like ah that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> I see I see some of those and I'm like I don't understand what that means but I'm sure it's funny ah, they're <laughs> they're they're very uh, they're very one dimensional jokes like they're they're right. very specific but it's uh yeah if, if you if you catch the the inside the inside joke of it it's it's really funny like they're um like they'll always make fun of the like the fog machines for the praise and worship bands they like they always right. <laughs> they, they work that into uh into their jokes uh quite a bit and yeah there for a while like the you know you had i think it was like is it hillsong the, the like the big australian mega hillsong church that revival yeah, I mean, it was like going to a, like a Grateful Dead concert or some shit. Going yeah, to their, one of their praise and worship shows. It was like, it was yeah, it was it was quite the it was quite the production. Um, anyway, hats off to Babylon B. They're solid. Um, but anyway, uh, I'll see if I can find find something on this uh, this Ireland deal. Um, let's see what Reuters. Um, three young children were among five people injured in a knife attack in Dublin last Tuesday that sparked riots in the city, which police have not yet ruled out any motive over, including whether it uh, could be terror related. Um, public transport was suspended um double decker bus was burned to the ground in front of the daniel o'connell statue that's that's funny um they smashed a holiday inn and a mcdonald's looted a footlocker even the irish are gonna take the sneakers (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny the the uh, cop car was also burnt out. Um, such rioting is almost unprecedented in Dublin. Are you kidding me? They've been rioting in Dublin for like a thousand years now. Um, there are no far right parties or politicians elected to parliament, but small anti immigrant protests have grown in the last year. Um. Yeah, and they got like Conor McGregor as the figurehead for this yeah. movement. Yeah, and he like denounced the he denounced the riots and stuff, and he they said the government's got to go. Which yeah, I would say he's right. Um, but this is like this is all the whole the whole EU. You know, they have that uh. You have essentially the open borders shit. Like once, once they 
like are granted entry to anywhere in in Europe, like it's essentially like uh you know moving across the U.S. anymore. Like oh, it's no, essentially kidding? like crossing state here. Hmm. Seems uh. So seems like it's working out. Yeah, it's uh seems seems great. Seems like Ireland's doing fine. Um. Yeah. Isn't that like a big? That's a big problem over there, isn't it? Yeah, it's a huge like um, all over they're, Europe. They're having like a legit resurgence of fascism over there now <laughs> because strictly because of the immigration. Uh, like the there's uh, a right wing party that's that's like gaining a lot of popularity in Germany. So keep an eye out for that um fucking germans <laughs> if i'm if i'm racist against anybody is the germans god damn th- those fuckers cannot be trusted we're over two let's give it one more shot yeah just let's uh <laughs> the last time germany had a major military it worked out real great um yeah the the dutch just uh elected a uh like a huge immigration hawk uh right wing dude a very anti-Islam guy, but also like the Dutch are trying to just like get rid of any sort of agriculture that's not bug related uh, as well. So that that's not a huge surprise that, I mean, pendulum thing is a real, that's a real phenomenon. Like uh, oh, yeah. you, you swing so far to the left and like we're pretty far left here, it seems like, but like we're not even close to what Europe is. And, right. Uh, they they have a tendency to swing real far back to the right, <laughs> like <laughs> real far. Um, and yeah, like Hitler was pretty popular until he started invading other countries. Like they they didn't really care too much. I mean, there was a, a little bit of pushback on the Jew stuff, but it really wasn't until he started invading and annexing other other countries that that caused the the war. Like the Jew thing was a it was kind of like the slavery issue, you know, like it was, it was all over a bunch of other shit, but the slavery was, you know, like they, they, that was like the, the rallying cry to push it over the edge. And right. Um, the Jew thing, um, more than, I mean, it was awful. Don't, don't not, you know, huge disclaimer there. It was, apparently it did happen and, and it was, it was bad. Um, but also like our, our prosecution of the war was also not very humane either. Like we firebombed Dresden and, and uh, Tokyo and, you know, dropped a couple of nukes. Um, <laughs> so we really highlight how bad Germany was to, to kind of ease off all that, you know, kind of, kind of divert little, little sleight of hand. Well, you know, what's crazy when you think about world war two and that is, uh, <laughs> you know, all the focus is put on Germany and like the atrocities committed by the Nazis. Mm. It's like, you know, I'm not saying that they shouldn't focus on those, but it, uh, like really overshadows what the Japanese were doing to their people. Right. Like and then, a, a lot more lives than, yeah. than the Nazis. Yeah. The, the Chinese got fucked the 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 koreans got fucked pretty hard too yeah and uh and then the russians 
raped their way across Germany. Like the, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Germans were pretty awful going, going eastward, but, um, like the, the awfulness was met equally on the, uh, on the other, other side coming back into Germany. Boy, they, I mean, they raped a lot of German women. Yeah. Um, like there, it was in a, um, there was a, like an obscene amount of abortions performed, uh, <laughs> you know, when the, when the red army marched through or after oh, the really? marched through. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It was, um, it was, it was pretty bad. That Eastern front shit was, uh, it, it makes, uh, you know, it makes the, the Western front look like, uh, like Disneyland. Yeah. This, all these world wars, I feel like are, uh, I mean, I haven't really watched any of those Marvel movies, but I feel like I kind of get the gist of it. Mm. And it's like, it's, we got the same cast each time, but like, you know, maybe some of the guys switch Mm. teams and it's like, oh, what's it about, you know, this time and we're just about to get the next sequel. I know. And like the more I, like I've, I've I've read uh, Washington's, uh, farewell address a couple times uh and like every time i read it i i feel like he's just like he's just like looking over at europe and he's like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how i feel looking at israel and gaza like i i just look at the whole thing and i was like what the fuck is wrong with you people Dude, like, right you know it's just like i'm all the way around on that like us our involvement Israel, Palestine, Iran, all all of them. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with all of us? Yeah. It, 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 it just, it's dumb. And then when you look at how the world's lining up now, like we, we couldn't be further away from Washington's advice about not getting into an entangling alliances. Like we're just trying to strike them everywhere. Yeah. So, so we can build another military base, you know, like we're, we're we're trying to go back to all the islands that we hopped to on uh back in World War Two and we're trying to renew like re up agreements with them in case we gotta go fight uh you know China in Taiwan. And you're just like, fuck, man. It's kinda nice having an ocean between anybody else. You're like, well let's let's maybe use that to our advantage. Yeah, like hey, just be cool for uh, like a minute, you know, right. like lay low for like, just, yeah. Like why don't we build shit and we sell it to them and it works yeah. for them. It works for us. And, uh, and then we don't have to go send a bunch of weapons over there and, uh, and then eventually men to fight them. Like, like how about we just sell them shit instead? Yeah, man, the, the Israel and, Palestine thing I feel like it's like it drives me crazy when people try to like like two people are trying to get in a fight and everyone around tries to break it up it's like man if they're not trying to like kill each other just let them fight you know yeah Israel and Palestine just keep trying to like fuck it just like let them fight at this point see what happens I just the the thing that gets me with that is like how like how committed are we really to this, you know, rules-based world order or whatever that we we supposedly subscribe to, you know, like we we got to support Ukraine because, you know, we, you can't you can't invade a sovereign country unprovoked, you know. Right. Like we 
Like we would, we would never, ever do such a thing. We would never occupy, uh, you know, another country, um, unless you don't look at Syria and Iraq. Uh, we're we're out of Afghanistan now, um, so that that's good. Uh, yeah, but we but, had democracy. Yeah, we, we they had <laughs> democracy for like thirty minutes <laughs> once we turned it over to them. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that's crazy. Uh, and the thing that that worries me the most is if you look at how all these things have played out through history. Like we we funded the Mujahideen in Afghanistan to to help topple the you know just essentially to bleed the Soviets dry. Mm-hmm. And then that very one of those very same guys that we trained and funded and armed and paid. Uh, yeah, I mean, funded, yeah, we, but like a lot, um, ends up flying a couple planes into our buildings and draws us in back into Afghanistan to, uh, bleed us dry, death by a thousand cuts. And you're like, you know, uh, a paranoid guy could think that, uh, maybe this stuff is all by design that we keep making our own enemies. Like, yeah put them in the incubator and it's like, Hey, t- we train them and then just put them in mm-hmm. the incubator. Like, Hey, 10, 15 years. Like this will be our next war. Yeah. Oh, it's like the, the Hamas fighters right now that they're the age of their like average dude is, you know, would have been growing up. they been a kid in like 2006 when this whole, like essentially blockade of Gaza started. And, uh, and like the the most modern, I guess, iteration of the hostilities. Like that's all those those Hamas dudes have known is just war with Israel. So, right. I mean, are they animals or are they just like victims of their environment? You know, like what else are they going to be? Uh, I I just they they got nowhere else to go. They got nothing. I mean, I don't know. It's just like I I don't know. Like what? What else? What else are they supposed to be? You know, they they. It's it's crazy. Um, but and like my my boy is six years old, so I look in twenty years. Like, is he going to be on the verge of being drafted to to go fight in Ukraine to put down a bunch of you know Ukrainian Nazis that are shooting back at him with American made weapons that we gave them? You know, like is is that what? what is going to be in 20 years. Cause it seems to be the kind of the trajectory. We, we, uh, we pump a bunch of money and weapons into somebody. And about 20 years later, we go fight them again. Right. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the meanwhile, like it's, uh, cause I've talked to, to a handful of, you know, like sure enough operator types that, um, that know a little bit about the, the whole Ukrainian situation. And they're like, dude, this is, uh, this is a like next level type of warfare where it's like, it's a combination of like everything super high tech intelligence uh, based combined with world war one trench warfare, you know, just right. heavy artillery bombardment and then commercial sized like Walmart drones everywhere. Oh, really? And, yeah. And they're just, they're like calling in airstrikes with these little, these little cheapo drones. And, That's uh, insane. Yeah, it's just like drones everywhere. Whether whether they're 
you know, they're just gathering intel or or they're yeah, you know, they're like those little suicide drones, which is I, I guess essentially just like a weed eater with uh <laughs> you know it's 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 like the um, the paraglider deal. It's it's essentially right. the drone version of that, and uh, with with, the, with a warhead on it, and you know it's just fucking crazy. And you're like, wow. So that's what's gonna happen if we get into a fight with a real country, <laughs> is, yeah. is is we're gonna essentially revert back to trench warfare. Oh, can you imagine? We've been getting our ass kicked for 20 years by people who are, like, for all intents and purposes, still in the Stone Age. Like, we have a far superior force, far superior everything, and still lose because there's no clear no clear path to victory. There's no clear plan of what victory is supposed to look like. Right. And it's just like, but we gotta, we gotta exterminate evil. Right. Okay. We did it. Like, um, as far as I checked, you know, last time I, I looked in the Bible, God hadn't exterminated evil yet. So I, <laughs> right, yeah, Uncle yeah. Sam will take care of it, though. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Sam will get it done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's wild, but um, it'd be interesting to see, like, if if this shit continues to pop off in Ireland, like, what what's the What's the white man's guerrilla warfare going to look like, you know? Like yeah. we know we know what uh, the Arab middle uh you know guerrilla warfare looks like. We know what jungle uh guerrilla warfare looks like. We we don't know what European guerrilla warfare is going to look like, at least modern day anyways. Right. Um and if it's going to be anybody, it'll be the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're up for a good scrap. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's uh, 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 that one. That was just uh, from the other day, wasn't it? That one's so really new. Yeah, it was. Um, At least that's when I heard about it. It was uh, last week, I believe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's, but that uh, yeah, that migrant issue is. I mean, it's a huge issue here. I mean, uh, you'd know you'd have a better idea about it being down in Texas, but you know, like not that Nevada's close to the border, but there's, I mean, a lot of Mexicans in Nevada and, uh, and with, with the Mexicans comes the, the Hondurans and the Nicaraguans and Guatemalans and all them too. And, uh, so, I mean, they're just, well, an ag industry, like especially dairy, like that's, yeah. that's their entire workforce. Um, but, on the on the European side of thing, it's it's all Arabs, Arabs and and North Africans. It seems like, right? And they're all just happen to be fleeing from these fucking wars that we started over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are are we gonna get? Are we gonna start getting suicide bombed by by you know pissed off Frenchmen at some point? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have like the the. You know, like Norwegian Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I don't want a, a pissed off Viking. So like maybe. No. 
you know, I guess the good thing about the Europeans is they're they're too busy fighting each other that they're they're never going to cross an ocean to come fight us again. I don't think, but um, and the, the, the Arabs just don't have the technology yet, which is probably good. Yeah, I feel like maybe America would realize that we've bitten off a little bit more than we could chew if we went to war with white people. Yeah, yeah, like with with real. Real militaries, uh, real countries, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, with like large, large actual armies, you know, like sure, Iraq had an army, but I mean, kinda, yeah, <laughs> you know, we showed them, but kinda, they had an army, like the the insur the insurgents were way more of a problem than the than the actual Iraqi army. They had military uniforms, at least, <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah, and that's like that's kind of like Iraq. There's a there's a lot of like sure enough military like tactician types. Are like uh, war with Iran's not not going to be good. Like it's not going to be fun. That's a it's a big country and and it's not a bunch of flat desert that you can just roll across. Right. Like it's 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 more like it's more like Afghanistan terrain, and yeah, we saw how that that's turned out for fucking everybody <laughs> yeah at <laughs> least afghanistan we're we're not alone with getting our ass kicked uh and i guess i guess vietnam either we weren't we weren't the first ones to get our ass kicked in vietnam so uh i uh i don't know i i really hope it doesn't it doesn't escalate there but I, again also like hedge your bets that's if there's a place to to go to war, the Middle East is where we're far more likely to be the best the best suited. Right. We got we got twenty years of or well, shit, we got like forty years of experience at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gosh dang. Yeah. Hasn't so, the United States pretty much been involved in a war since seventeen seventy six? Um yeah, because if you count the Indian Wars, which you have to, yeah, um, pretty much, really, because once the Indians were finally kind of whooped, we we did the the whole Spanish American War thing, and then from there right into World War One, and yeah, then there was what about twenty years of almost 30 years of peace and uh well, 25 years and then then world war ii from there we uh we immediately went to korea and then also went to yeah. meddling around pretty much everywhere yeah Latin america middle east and yeah then it countless since since korea fuck like not not a ton of huge ones but countless like little ones like shit that we don't even know about oh yeah still i mean like like when they when those uh those special forces dudes got killed in niger everybody's like what the fuck are we doing in niger it turns out oh we got the world's largest drone base in New niger like oh yeah huh i didn't even know we were fucking there <laughs> it was it's wild um but this this one was uh is an interesting one. I don't know like how prominent this movement is in Germany, but um, it's called citizens of the Reich. And um, 
this dude declared himself a king. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so on the outskirts of the eastern German town of Wittenberg, a corrugated iron gate painted with the green with green leaves welcomes visitors to the Koninkrijk Deutschland, the kingdom of Germany. Those who step through the gate to the cluster of buildings on the other side are entering a place that styles itself a country complete with its own flag, laws, currency, and ID cards. Uh, the so-called Kingdom of Germany was founded by former chef and karate teacher Peter Fitzek. This is this guy's awesome. <laughs> uh, who anointed himself as a king as king in 2012 in an elaborate ceremony complete with a crown and scepter. That's awesome. This is a Disney Pixar movie. Fuck yeah! It's just it's the AI version. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Fitzek and his followers are part of a movement known as the Reichsburger or the Citizens of the Reich, a loose grouping uh, of, in some cases, violent extremists and conspiracy theorists who reject the legitimacy of the modern German Republic. Um, long dismissed as malcontents and oddballs, the Reichsburger have become an increasingly radicalized become increasingly radicalized and are considered a security threat by German authorities who launched their latest raid on Wednesday, Wednesday on the Wittenberg site. Um, Fitzig 58 ran unsuccessfully as a mayor and a member of the German parliament before deciding that founding the place was the only answer to the mass manipulation he saw in German society. I want to talk to this dude. Yeah. He sounds, he sounds interesting as fuck. Um, crazy, but interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, his territory has grown to encompass several different sites across Germany, has more than 5,000 self-proclaimed citizens. Well, I mean, that's, uh... That's not bad. Uh, U.S. militaries went to war with less than that. Yeah. Less than that. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) full-scale war against Al-Qaeda, who had like a couple hundred members at the time. Right. Um, they tend to be people with a pioneering spirit who want to make a positive change in this world. Fitzak told uh, AFP in Wittenberg, the group's original base. We are open to all people who have their heart in the right place. I uh, said sitting on a salmon-colored sofa. Um, they're anti-vax. Um, I don't know if that means anti-COVID vaccine or anti-vaccine totally, but... Yeah, see, they they muddied those waters so bad. Right, because, like, I'm not a fan of the, the COVID vaccine, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty well, like, convinced on the efficacy of vaccines in general, you know? Right. <laughs> like the, we see them in cattle and, and horses all the time, like, it, shit works. Right. Um, um that one the latest one um it didn't and uh and it was sold on false pretenses so um that that was why I didn't do it but um anyway so I uh the Wittenberg complex comprises several office buildings a carpentry shop uh a gift shop selling items made on site and a canteen that serves only vegan food all right I'm out on this guy now <laughs> yeah. um 
about 30 people live and work on the site uh, in a commune-style arrangement. Also, they're communists. Okay. They were all non-smokers, non-drinkers, and not vaccinated against COVID-19. Kingdom has its own health insurance system uh, for which this is a prerequisite. Um, this fits extremely. Not being so vaccinated is a per- prerequisite? I guess so. Oh. Um, which I guess if they have their own health care system, that makes sense. I mean, if they're, yeah. they're worried about, about um, you know, cardiac issues then that would make it makes sense good for this guy you know the world's falling apart and here he is out chasing his dreams and starting a cult like be the change in the world that you want to be that you want to see exactly man you want to go lead a cult go lead a cult find some charisma and uh and just get it done i've always wanted to start a cult Yeah, I, uh, I've joked, halfway joked, uh, many times on the show about about starting a cult, and it does seem fun, particularly for the guy that starts it. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I see the appeal. <laughs> uh, the followers, I've yet to see them really make out very well. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I've not I've not heard of one where the the cult turned out good for for you the average follower you know yeah <laughs> um unless you consider the Mormons a cult which I it's a religion arguably uh, the most successful yeah I I consider it religion it's uh, I think it's got to the to the size that um it's is it a cult. You tell me, but it seems like there's a lot of them. So, um, and a lot of their average, you know, followers have become pretty, pretty prosperous. So, therefore, maybe they broke that cycle of nothing ever good happening for the followers. So, right. And at least they haven't had a, a mass mass suicide ritual that I'm aware of. They've had some. They've had a few, a few smaller ones, but they. Nothing like Jamestown level or Jonestown. Right. Jonestown, yeah, Jonestown. Jonestown. Yeah. How good of a of a persuader did that guy have to be? Yeah. Holy shit, man! Like that's <laughs> it's kind of impressive. Uh, this guy too, like I don't know what he looks like, but I'm picturing the the Argentina guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pointing out, he strode around the Wittenberg site, pointing out everything from eco-friendly uh, heating systems to a coin press machine for making new German marks. Um, I wonder what his German marks are made of. In the latest raid, investigators said Wednesday they targeted 10 sites belonging to the kingdom on suspicion that it was running banking and insurance businesses without the necessary permits. Of course, they didn't. They didn't raid them for for any like crimes against humanity. Yeah. <laughs> it was for operating permit. without a permit. <laughs> you can't use your money that's probably worth more than ours. Yeah. <laughs> if he's actually minting his own coins, he's got they've got to be made out of something, so therefore they have some some material value. 
If you start uh, if you start printing your own current your own made up currency, it is inherently more valuable than the United States Treasury because simply because there's less of it out there. I'm gonna start printing the burning daylight yeah. dick marks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a pink uh bill with a with a huge dick on it (laughs) (laughs) burning daylight dick marks (laughs) uh we'd have to spell it like like german though like it'd be like uh doik marks (laughs) the 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 doik marks (laughs) uh what was the next one that i had um Oh yeah, Hunter Biden's gonna testify before Congress. Oh sweet, yeah. Um, and apparently he wants it in a in a public hearing, but the the GOP wanted it behind closed doors. Are you gonna rough him up or something? I don't know. Like, uh, is is the little bow tie dude gonna play bad cop? <laughs> I would have thought it'd be the other way around. May. Mm. Well, you know it's not going to be McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy can't play bad cop. No, I just mean that I thought I would have thought that the like the GOP would have wanted it out and right. And then, you would think so. Yeah. You you let me see if uh, it was like top headline on Drudge, and then they just kind of they just kind of like meh. It's it's, uh, it's old news. Um. Let's see. Sure, Biden. Man, they are sure dragging that out and making that a production, that Hunter Biden deal. I know it. And they're they're also dragging out the Trump deal. Uh and it really is like death by a thousand cuts with, with Trump. Like I and once again, I'm not I'm not advocating for any violence or whatever. But I also want to see Donald Trump convicted in Georgia state court and like Brian Kemp have to try to get Donald Trump extradited to Georgia. Like I, if I was Trump, I'd just like, fuck you. I'm staying at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not turning myself in. Come get me. <laughs> just, we just have a Mexican standoff at the Florida Georgia line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see what, what was, what's the latest on, on, on Hunter? I, uh, okay. So M- this is from MSNBC. So, you know, it's going to be real news. Uh, Republicans hope to avoid sunlight when Hunter Biden testifies. Uh, Hunter Biden wants Republicans wants to answer Republicans' questions in view of the public. Oversight Committee James Comer, on the other hand, prefers secrecy. Uh, They issued a subpoena to Hunter Biden three weeks ago. Um, At the center of conspiracy theories. Yeah. (laughs) President Joe Biden's son has been at the center of GOP conspiracy theories for quite a while, and it was inevitable that the party would take this step. Um. They got a lot of, lot of records that, uh, like while while there's not really any smoking gun, um, 
Boy, there's a lot of fire. There's a lot of smoke. There is a lot of smoke. Um, yeah. Little, little hazy from all that smoke. A lot uh, of people have been put in prison for far less. Far less. Far less. They, they, they sentenced a dude to six years in federal pound me in the ass prison for a meme about texting to vote to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> like, literally a meme. And this dude got six years in federal prison. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so shortly thereafter, Hunter Biden's lawyer, Abby Lowell, issued a statement deriding the subpoena as yet another political stunt aimed at distracting from the glaring failure, failure of Comer and his MAGA allies to provide a single one of their wild or to prove a single one of their wild and now discredited conspiracies about the Biden family. Same statement went on to note that Hunter Biden still welcomed the opportunity to speak to the GOP led committee in a public forum and at the right time. You know what? I'm I don't doubt that that motherfucker is going to be able to to outclass whoever's questioning him because um, the members outside of like Thomas Massey and probably only Thomas Massey on the House side. They're idiots. And so this guy could probably just talk in circles and make them look foolish and get them frustrated. And they don't really want any answers. They they just want to grandstand for five minutes and yeah. and badger the whoever is testifying to make them you know, it's it's just for it's for cable TV news so they can get the, the sound bite. Yeah, we have a weird system. I know I I'm starting to become more of a fan of the parliamentary system just because it's far more entertaining. Like they'll call each other a cunt on the, on the floor of parliament. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess, I guess uh large Marge, she called Bob's a, a little bitch on, on the house floor. So, I mean, was, oh, we're not far from it. <laughs> um, yeah, large, large Marge. Uh, she might be my favorite political figure of the last 10 years. Um, oh, she's wild. She's wild. Bobert's up there too. Uh, she is just straight hot white trash. She, <laughs> is, she is the most white trash of them all. Um, Hunter Biden, on the other hand, he's, he's like a prep boy, white trash. Like yeah. He's, he's not, he's not blue blood money, but his, uh, his dad works high up for all those blue blood types. So he got to go to all those parties, but uh, he was still like, he wasn't really part of the crowd. Kind of like Trump, you know, him and Trump are the same way, you know, he's the kind of guy that has a bunch of money and chooses to smoke crack. Like <laughs> he doesn't smoke crack just cause he's poor. Yeah. No, he just, he likes crack. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and for the record, there's plenty of evidence to support that fact. So that's not a defamation deal. There, there's plenty of evidence to support the the statement that Hunter Biden likes him some crack, as um, evidenced by the many pictures of him smoking yeah. crack. <laughs> I'm not judging him for the crack. I kind of want to party one night with with Hunter Biden. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to do crack, but I want to. I want to be in the room when it happens. You know, I want. I want to see the whole thing play out. For sure. <laughs> um, let's see. 
three weeks ago. Uh, oh, so the same statement went on to note that Hunter Biden still welcomed the opportunity to speak to the GOP-led committee in a public forum and at the right time. Three weeks later, the use of the word public is relevant anew. NBC News reported Hunter Biden is open to testifying publicly before the Republican-led House Oversight Committee on December 13th. Uh, House Republicans subpoenaed the president's son earlier this month and s- summoned him to appear for a closed-door transcribed interview as part of an escalation of Republicans' impeachment inquiry into the president's. We have seen you use closed-door sessions to manipulate, even distort the facts and misinform the public. We therefore propose opening the door, Lowell said in his latest correspondence with Comer. Uh, I agree. I, I want it all... I want it all in public, televised. Like, I'll make some popcorn and watch that shit. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I hope Hunter's on crack when he testifies. <laughs> like, let's 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 go all the way. With, like, I I want him to show up with a hooker, and uh, and you know she's she's just like got one tit hanging out, and he's uh, <laughs> and he's just like continually rub it, rubbing rubbing it over your nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, his blood pressure is like 250 over 210. <laughs> uh, so I I don't I don't know what what the strategy was for the Republicans doing closed door. That just looks bad. Um, and what's this hearing even about? Is this about? Is this still on the laptop thing, or is this the wandering thing, or who knows? What are we it's on the, right now? It's not going to do anything. They they oh, no. barely have the house. They they can't get a majority in the Senate, let alone two thirds. So like, and then they can't they can't charge a private citizen for it with anything. You know they they can only they can only charge the you know an elected official uh, under the impeachment process. But right. even then that's not a, like it's not a legally, like they, they can't punish you with, with like jail time or anything. Right. They, they can just remove you from office and are you from running again, which they're trying to do with, with Trump. But, um, uh, so in Colorado, they tried to keep him off the ballot the other day. And the judge ruled against it, but she also said in her in her ruling that Trump incited a, an insurrection, but she couldn't remove him from the ballot under the the Fourteenth Amendment. Um, but I like that's that seems like a wild statement from a judge, uh, considering there's been no charges of inciting an insurrection. Um, Except in the impeachment process, which he beat, so therefore, ipso facto, he you know was not guilty. And so, like, yeah, but here, here, a judge is declaring that he did incite an insurrection. Like, well, there's no, there's been been no conviction, let alone or no charges, let alone a conviction. So that's that's just patently false. Uh, legally, which you'd think a, a judge would would know that, but yeah, well, it's not about being true; it's about saying it enough. That it yeah, exactly. True. If I say it enough, it makes it true. Um, 
Uh, let's see. So then we got Kevin McCarthy, I guess. I, I was I just read uh, a bit of an article uh, before we got on here. Let's I'll pull it up. Um, but I guess Kevin McCarthy's looking at getting out of Congress and not even finishing his term. Um, multiple GOP lawmakers expect former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to step down from his seat before the end of the year. This is from Axios. A potential exit of McCarthy, who privately told donors he's looking to get the hell out according to a source familiar with the conversation, could leave the House GOP with an even narrower ma uh, majority. I have another week or so to decide, because if I decide to run again, I have to know in my heart I'm giving it, I'm giving 110%. Um, I have to know that I want to do that. I also have to know if I'm going to walk away, that I'm going to be fine with walking away. So I'm really taking some time right now. So he is shopping for a board position on Raytheon or Boeing or North okay. Drummond or something before he, he goes ahead and, and steps down. It's, it's future, future position. That's it. That he's angling for. Yeah. And that, as, as we all know, like this is, it's like, uh, do you, do you ever watch uh basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows Shaq made his money in college. Like, yeah, everybody know you don't make your money in, in Congress unless you're your Aunt Nancy or, or Crenshaw, but like you really make your money after you're out. Right. You go you go sit on a board uh of a military industrial complex uh you know, corporation, or you go work for a lobbying firm and you make buku money. Yeah. Um Speculation over McCarthy's potential departure escalated ahead of the Thanksgiving recess with uh, multiple GOP sources noting he posted a photo on Instagram in which his district office appeared to be in the process of being packed. Well, um, oh, multiple Republicans raised concern that California's Democratic governor, Gavin Newsom, could hold McCarthy's seat open if he decides to resign in the new year. GOP's razor-thin majority is already on the verge of being diminished further by the potential expulsion of Re Representative George Santos uh, in a vote expected on Friday. They are going ham trying to throw people out of Congress here lately. They, yeah. Uh, I I hope this George Santos sticks around for a long time too. He's like the he's like a gay Latino Rob Ford. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Dude. been said many times. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh yeah. Isn't that wasn't that the that Toronto mayor? It was Rob yeah. Ford or <laughs> also liked him some crack. <laughs> yes, <he did. laughs> um yeah, so they're they're gonna vote. Uh, I guess George Santos uh he, he went he went ham in an interview and he was, he was uh, bitching about all the, all of his uh, colleagues in Washington, how they, they don't show up to vote because they're too hung over or they're, they're too worried about getting laid. And uh, he, he was, he was going ham on, on him, which, uh, which is fun, but the dude hasn't told the truth about anything uh, 
to this point that I'm aware of. So uh, while I want it to be true, who knows? It's coming from that fucking guy. <laughs> they're all they're all showing up hungover and basketball shorts <laughs> and Carhartt hoodies. No shit. <laughs> uh, and they're not hungover from the booze. They're just hungover from the latest stroke. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't believe Mitch McConnell gave us another one. Oh fuck, Mitch McConnell. Uh, I I'm, I gotta find my my Mitch McConnell reel that I made. I was I was quite proud of it. It was uh, I thought I thought the timing on it. I mean, I'm like I don't I don't like to toot my own own horn too much, but I was. I thought I really did a nice job with with this with that one. It was uh, I I worked hard on it, you know. I just I really worked hard on it. I feel like those uh, Mitch McConnell, all those Mitch McConnell reels went away <laughs> too soon. I know. Uh, Talk about what running for re-election in twenty twenty six. give a satisfactory answer for what the hell was going on with that guy no not even like Rand paul <laughs> went off about that he's like this is this is completely unacceptable i've got a <laughs> lot of questions about his health <laughs> they they said he was tired at one point and uh yeah I, but he also like i, I don't know it was like Last year, sometime like January, February, someone there, I think he like he fell and and uh like hit his head pretty good too. So I'm oh yeah, like yeah. motherfuckers, eighty something years old. <laughs> you know, goddamn, these are pretty brittle. And it's not yeah. Well, well was, you, you probably well, shouldn't be in Congress if it's like a strong breeze could like jeopardize your health. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. It's like Diane Feinstein at, at 91 years old oh, is not man. the same as boots O'Neill at 91 years old. You right. There. She died. Didn't there, she? Yeah, she died. Oh, God. Um, she, yeah, she, and, um, Jimmy Carter's wife died too, I guess. I, I didn't know she yeah. was still alive. Um, Apparently, like it, it, it looks like Jimmy Carter is just like part of his wheelchair now. He's just like melted in, into the wheelchair. <laughs> he's 
He's 99 years old. Um, oh, speaking of which, Henry Kissinger died too. Um, he he was a hunter. So um, <laughs> there's been meme after meme after meme over the past several years. When when somebody somebody dies, it's the the Grim Reaper at the the claw machine. He's like, dang, yeah. is, Hen- is Henry Kissinger even in here? <laughs> They I finally got him. Uh that man, nine hundred years old for that old that old bastard. Um Yeah, he was kinda he was kinda not not great either. Um anyway, what what I is is McCarthy I guess you know, going back on the McCarthy thing, is he is he just trying to fuck the the Republicans now? Because he has no real duty there. I mean, he's just now he's just a member of Congress. So, like, why not just write it out and then retire? Dude, I think he just wants out of there. <laughs> uh, maybe so. What he? It's not like you have to go to show up for a vote. Like, no. Nobody actually expects you to do that anymore, so. Yeah. I don't know. I would just think that I would want to get the hell away from there. Oh, I would, too. <laughs> I would, too. I, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I've got a little little too much. Uh, I've been around my dad too much. I'd, I'd throw some bombs before. before yeah, I, I probably would, too, personally. <laughs> um, Especially if, you know, you've already checked out, you know. Like might yeah. as well just have some fun. Yeah, just fuck it. Let's let's uh, let's stir it up a little bit. Um, you want to hear about the the meth underpants gnomes or the how politics has invaded the sexual kink scene? Well, I always go meth number one. <laughs> I mean, solid choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's from the Daily Mail. Baby-faced Mr. Big of Perth, uh, so Australia, drug uh, Perth drug trade. Age just 15, is arrested with a bag of meth and a bag of ecstasy hidden in his underpants. Uh, 15-year-old boy has been exposed as Mr. Uh, as an alleged Mr. Big of methamphetamine dealing in Perth. Police arrested a baby-faced teenager at home at a home in the suburbs of Wanneroo. Fucking love Aussies. <laughs> all their words, all their towns sound made up. I know. Uh, they, he had a 30-gram bag of meth and 30 grams of ecstasy hidden in his underpants. That's, uh... Isn't that a sizable amount of... 30, 30 grams, that'd be a little over, because 28 uh, ounces, oh no, 30 grams, 30, 28 grams is an ounce, I think, so that's a little over an ounce. Sounds I don't right. know how much, I don't know how big that'd be for, uh... is that the guy? I don't he know, kinda, that's what I was wondering. He kind of looks like a big ogre, don't he? If he and especially yeah. if he's 15? Yeah, no, no kidding. Um, 
Reportedly, they reportedly said he had managed to develop such a high status in the drug trade that that he sold only to other dealers. The teenager's arrest was made during an operation targeting another drug dealer. I would have to say that we were shocked that a 15-year-old has got access to these quantities of drugs and has the capability of then dealing them to others. They probably raided the wrong house and they just planted uh, <laughs> planted <laughs> drugs on this dude to save face. It is I unusual. swear to God, this 15-year-old fuck is running the entire <laughs> meth trade here. <laughs> yeah, there's like, ah, oh, fuck, wrong house again. All right, lock him up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, put some, we'll put some meth in his underwear. <laughs> Get uh, that, was, that was not the one that I uh, had originally looked for. Let me. S- I know I sent. Here we. Yeah, this this is one I was was really looking for, and I haven't read this whole article, but it it's it seems fun. Um. Drug sus- suspect claims someone put meth in his underwell- underwear while he slept. This is what are the chances though. you pulled up the wrong meth underwear story? <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Who knew that meth and underwear went together like lamb and tuna fish? Yeah. Uh, what a corrections officer found a plastic cylinder containing methamphetamine under his penis. A Florida man. Of course it's Florida. <laughs> God bless Florida. Florida man denied ownership of the narcotics and claimed to be unsure how the package got in his underwear, according to an arrest affidavit. <clears throat> the discovery of drugs in the drawers of Caleb Phillips, 46, came yesterday evening as he undressed from his civilian clothing and changed into his jail clothing at Indian River County Jail. <clears throat> he was arrested on a warrant charging with failure to appear in court. Um, in connection with a pending 2022 DUI case. Uh, seen above, Phillips reportedly told the sheriff's deputy that he did not place the cylinder in his underwear. He speculated that the meth was somehow placed there while he was asleep. Uh, happens to the best of us. I mean, it happens every day. Yeah, you know, who hasn't yeah. woken up with a tube of meth in their underpants? It's a real crisis. <laughs> it's a real it's a real pandemic. Like that's a real pandemic. It's, yeah. it's motherfuckers slipping meth into my goddamn <laughs> drawers while I sleep. Um, he told uh, he did not identify who purportedly accessed his underwear for the meth delivery. That that is some great writing right there. Like he did not identify who purportedly accessed his underwear for the meth delivery. That that is oh, that is awesome. Well, disavowing knowledge of the cylinder, Phillips advised that he believed it contained Advil pills. Cops noted the meth was inside a small package of Advil inside the con- the cylinder, indicating that Phillips was aware of what the clear container held. <laughs> this dude's like. Look, <laughs> there's probably not a tube of meth in my underpants. But if there is, it's Advil. Look, he's like, man, I, I had a weird fucking dream. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Weird fucking dream. But 
I have vague recollections of some dude lifting up my dick and sliding this thing in my underwear. Looked like it might have been Advil. I couldn't tell you for sure. <laughs> but I honestly, I don't know who put it there. That's just the logical assumption. <laughs> I, I'm assuming it's Advil, but it could be anything, man. <laughs> he was charged. Um, he was charged with narcotics possession and smuggling contraband into a detention facility, both of which are fell. Oh fuck, man! <laughs> so he was in for most likely a misdemeanor. <laughs> And now he, he got two felonies. <laughs> <laughs> Methamphetamine's a hell of a drug. Um, he's been held without bond. Uh, his rap sheets include prior convictions for a DUI, resisting arrest, marijuana possession, fleeing or eluding, possession of drug paraphernalia, leaving the scene of an accident, Disorderly intoxication, as opposed to orderly intoxication. I was just going to say, that's the only kind I've ever had. Yeah, and driving without a license. Oh, but who has he hurt? Who has he hurt? <laughs> oh, God bless Florida. God bless Florida. Um, how's Texas? Texas gets pretty wild, too. Man, it's pretty quiet in our neck of the woods. Yeah, so you're you're like north of Dallas and that that part of the world. Yeah, we're it's like uh, the kind of northwest. Okay, yeah. So you're you're Hartford. in. Okay, so you're before it like gets into like mega ranch country, but like as it's going into like smaller horse farms as you yeah. get closer to Dallas. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's that's not a bad area though. Um, no, it's great. Like we do go to like Fort Worth and stuff. I try not to go d- through Dallas if if I can avoid it. But like you get there and it is sure enough the big city, like big city on a whole other level. Yeah, Dallas is Dallas is is rather large. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's big. And then yeah, you add Fort Worth in on, on all that too, and it's yeah. A lot of a lot of fucking people. A lot oh, of yeah. people. Um, they all drive fast and aggressive. I kind of like it. Yeah, they yeah Texans are known for that. That's because they don't ever have any real weather, so they they don't they don't ever have to really drive slow. And then once once they do get some weather, they don't know how to fucking drive. Oh no, they back off. Mm. It's funny, or they'll they'll just put it in four wheel drive and speed up. And you're like, <laughs> I mean. It's not gonna the the four wheel drive is not gonna help you s- stop at all, <laughs> right? <laughs> it uh maybe maybe it'll slow down your spin a little bit, but yeah, if that I don't know. Um, I think I got uh oh yeah, then we got the we got the kink one too. That, oh yeah. Uh, um. Okay, so. The I have I way. I heard a I heard a little bit about it on on Drinking Bros today, but it was when I was working out, so I wasn't I wasn't really paying a ton of attention. So uh, Washington Post, well, let's go to that one. Um, uh, 
I want to go to the original, the original source. Uh, WAPO. Lib. Oh, it was a MAGA, MAGA DOM or something like that is what they said. Yeah. I'm, <clears throat> I'm not real well versed on, uh, on all these terms. So you'll have to. I don't know if you are. Yeah, why you just assume I know? I, I, I'm not assuming I mean, anything. You happen to be right, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. I don't know. Um, it's all, it's all interesting, but. Do well, I think well, I can't find? I can't think find the, the original. Doms are the dominators, and the subs are the submissive ones. I'm guessing. I, I'm I'm guessing so, but um. All right. So Washington Post popped an eye-popping report on the rise of political humiliation Tuesday, interviewing libtard subs who fantasize about being dominated by MAGA doms and vice versa. Journalist Hallie Lieberman opened her article with a transcript from a political humiliation video. Well, we got to read that, um, <laughs> which featured a dominatrix trying to persuade beta liberals to vote Republican for Daddy Trump. Holy shit. Um, These people huh. need therapy. Oh, and it's a paywall. You fuck you. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's disappointing. Uh, where, there we go. Um, dominatrix who voted for former president Donald Trump twice, but now supports Ron DeSantis. What did you do to turn off the dominatrix, Donald? <laughs> what did you do? Uh, she told Washington Post she earns six figures annually with her niche content. Good for you. Lieberman also spoke to a 33-year-old Republican whose day job involves monitoring politics and liberal media for an unnamed radio host, but who runs the fetish group Magadom slash Dom, the Doms with two M's and an E, and Libtard Subs by Night. On Magadoms and Libtard subs, members post requests such as looking for a Magadom to red pill me and convince me to share my wife. What the fuck? Um, who reported that one man described his fantasy as wearing a Trump dog collar, sold on Trump's campaign website, and being walked around Walmart to pick out a dog bone. Huh. <laughs> these, these, uh, each paragraph looks like those. Remember those magnets that like your aunt would have on the refrigerator? Yeah, one was a word. Yeah, it's uh, Mad Lib. They're just like yeah. Somebody, <laughs> That's just, what it sounds like. Holy shit! Um, another man who described him himself as very, very, very much a liberal told the Washington Post that he fantasized about Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, <laughs> forcing him to vote straight red Donald Trump. Uh, yet another person reportedly fantasized about having sex with people she finds repulsive, 
including Trump, Osama bin Laden, and Hell's Angels bikers. That is quite the motley crew there. (laughs) That, man. Huh. So, I wonder if this is my buddy Rob that was was being interviewed by the <laughs> by the Washington Post. He loves him some Marjorie Taylor Greene and he is very much a lefty. Um and he's also he also like I he would he'd get down with Bobert too. I can guarantee that. So <laughs> Rob if you were voted or if you were interviewed by the Washington Post, blink twice. Um <laughs> The article also uh, documented Republicans who fantasized about being punished for voting for Donald Trump. Uh, 60-year-old male dominatrix named Master Black Satter Dragon Wolf. That's his Christian name. Yeah, that's his government name. Um, Black Master Black Satter 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 Dolphin Wolf Dragon Wolf, not Dolphin. (laughs) Dolphin would be even better. (laughs) Dolphin Wolf. Master Black Satyr Dragon Wolf told the Washington Post uh, that he engaged in BDSM with a 22-year-old straight college student who wanted to be punished by a person of color because he voted for Trump. Oh, so he had a gay dude. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, during the encounter, during their encounter, Wolf reportedly told the student, "I will tear your ass apart if you ever vote for Donald Trump or any other stinking conservative Republicans." I'll let you go into moderates, but if I hear Trump or Cruz or in even any member of the Bush family, you're not going to sit down for days. <laughs> oh, what the fuck! That is the God bless. Wild God bless news the article I've ever written or read. Oh, holy shit! I. And I'm saying that after we just read two about meth and underwear. <laughs> I know it. We we really went heavy on on the underpants meth gnomes. Um, I'm very tempted to sign up for the Washington Post just to read this full article, but I'm, I'm going to try the way back that Facebook group. No shit. Just, just it's like uh, joining nonviolent equestrians. I don't really want to post. I just, I want to observe. Yeah, it's Facebook people watching. Right. Um. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the Wayback Machine. See if anybody's archived this. And uh, no. Uh, um. Hmm. I don't know how to work the Wayback Machine, I think is the... Hmm. Oh, maybe we got one. Maybe. Oh, access denied. Damn you.
Huh. All right. Well, so much for that. I, I was. I'm, I'm gonna have to see if I can find that that original story and, and see see what the actual transcript of this conversation. Because if it it was better than what we already read, I don't know how. <laughs> That's hilarious. People are in some weird shit, dude. I uh, I thought I was like uh, I was you know explorative and promiscuous like holy shit dude i'm i'm very vanilla compared to the, the internet dude in therapy yeah um it's uh yeah i look like a like a good christian boy compared to the re- <laughs> the rest of the internet <laughs> well shit i think uh i think that covers my topics for for this week you had anything you wanted to cover no, just it was all about the meth and underwear, and we got that covered. So we we got that covered. Yeah. We got that. We got that in droves. Yeah. We got meth underpants, gnomes, and droves. Um, we knocked off a couple olds this episode. I mean, R.I.P. to Mrs. Carter. I don't know anything about you, but um, she'll be missed. Yeah, I think so. Um, and Kissinger. Um. Gone too soon, some would say. Gone too soon. Just a spring chicken, that fella. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Bob, this has been fun. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Me too. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, good luck on your your new venture up in Idaho. You'll be a little closer. uh, Yes, sir. When do you say you're heading up that way? Uh, like Like right before Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what what parts of Idaho? Yeah, it's Marsing, so it's right outside of Boise. Okay. Yeah, like right there along the Snake River. Nice. 40 well, miles yeah. from Ontario, Oregon. Nice. Yeah. Well, you coming to Elko this year? Maybe. We'll see. You should. You should. Yeah, we'll see what the, what the new life is like. Yeah. It's going to be busy. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, if you can make it, Elko's a big time. I I need to need to get in touch with my venue and make sure we're we're still on. But as far as I know, we're we're back in back in action. I hope so. I got got hotel rooms. I've always wanted to check that out. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. So I just got to confirm with with my venue that we're we're still on. But um, yeah. As far as I know, Burning Daylight Does Elko is on again. Hell and, yeah. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be fun. So uh, thanks for filling in, Bob. I appreciate it. Yes, um, sir. Thanks for having me. Of course. I hope those other guys uh, recover from the gayness. And uh, eventually, I think that's a – it's kind of like malaria. You never truly get over the gayness from what I understand. Um, <laughs> you know, like uh, – I don't know. You'd have to talk to Mike Pence. He was big into that that conversion stuff. But I don't know what his his success rate was, but pray the gay away. Yeah. Um, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Real's gay. Uh, yeah. Thoughts and prayers to Mike Pence's uh, you know presidential campaign too. Uh, <laughs> him and Tim Scott. I think Tim Scott dropped out too. Um, R.I.P. to those guys. Uh, Nikki Haley got in, endorsed by the Koch brothers, or the well. Uh, by the Coke uh, Foundation, I guess. So um, they're going to spend a bunch of money to watch her get 
like exactly zero votes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. Be fun. Uh, all right. Well, good luck to you, man. If I don't talk to you before, then Merry Christmas and all that. And uh, safe travels, man. All right. Hope it works out well for you. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Take care. And everybody else, move your ass. We're burning daylight. Guys and bad guys, cowboys and Indians, sinners and saints, masters and minions. They're all the same to me. They're all the same to me. Winners and losers, the weak and the strong. Bad luck.